With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in ESPN 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, the Colwell Group One Banker Studio here in West Monroe. The guys, the uh, great and powerful eyes behind the scenes. One John Tabor running the Death Star. Tabor, what's happening? What's up, fellas? No, not too much, man. Not too much. Just a little sports action going on here in uh, in North Louisiana. A few things to get into. We are brought to you by our friend, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. Simply the best pet care you're going to get anywhere in the free world. Go see him on US 165 North in Monroe, 318-345-4545. Jamie, I just had a senior moment. I, uh, I, noticed, I, I didn't know how to pull you out of that. I saw, yeah, I, I saw I, you I, fading, and I said, what do I do, John? How, how do we throw uh, Terry a lifeline? I, I don't know if I've ever had this happen, but uh, it just happened to okay. me. I was in a panic because I couldn't find my reading glasses to look at what I'm doing next. And so one. I'm searching all around, the, like, the desktop and everything, and, yeah, they were on my head. Well, those, <laughs> I've had a lot of those lately, Terry. Uh, those of you who may be wondering, both Terry and I are uh, AARP eligible uh, times 10. Uh, well, not quite, but uh, anyway, we're, we're prone to this at a certain time. We both are uh, uh, Terry's follically challenged. Neither one of us can see. Uh, we're having the uh, the issues that, that, that most 50-year-olds have. But we're uh, chippy this morning because it is the 25th day of April. Uh, again, uh, we've had some uh, two sweeps in the NBA playoffs. We've got the draft coming up. Uh, baseball is in full swing now, I guess you could say, after 20 games. after 100, When you got 162, what's 20, right? So, anyway, um, Terry, uh, top of the morning to you. Uh, moving, a little, moving a little slow this morning, but we are here. And uh, we're ready to roll, man. Uh, I, what, what weighty matters of the world do you want to show? I, I want to lead off on this. Uh, and, and our friend Chuck, Chuck always listens to us. Chuck, shout out to you. Sent me a video the other day, and I thought it was really intriguing and interesting. I just reshared that on my timeline uh, on Facebook. It's at Terry Walter if you want to go take a look at it. Uh, LeVar Ball. Oh. Our, our friend LeVar. Mr. Congeniality. Who George Raveling said, and I'm quoting, is the worst thing that's happened to basketball in 100 years. George may have hit the, the, the nail on the well, head. I there. mean, think about the 100 years. I mean, they just got through cutting the bottom out of the peach basket. And uh, 100 years of basketball, LeVar Ball is the worst thing, according to George Raveling, that's happened to basketball. Uh, some very, very talented sons. Uh, one is probably likely to be the second or third pick in the world this year. The freshman out of UCLA, uh, Lonzo Ball, at the point guard position. He's got a couple other kids still in high school. Well, one's going to graduate this year, and then he's got a younger one. Uh, the younger one put up 92 points in a game earlier this year, Jamie. I heard about that. And you're thinking, man, 92 points, that's a lot of points. So, And, again, how often do we see, like, a small video clip and pass judgment? Well, we do that a lot because you're thinking, well, you know, it doesn't give you any context to it or, or what have you. But anyway, they had some uh, probably about 16 or 18 of uh, the younger balls points in the 92-point uh, prolific scoring output. He is uh, snowbirding. He's cherry-picking shots. Uh, the only, the did only it, Did everybody just do the Olay defense? Nobody. Yeah, nobody guarded him. Of course, when you don't go down on the defensive end, you tend to be leading the fast break the other way. If I'm rebounding the ball and I see him, if you're, you're doing, you and I are playing in the rec league, and you don't come down on defense, you just stand at half court and wait on me to throw you the ball, you're going to be waiting a long time, my man. But not you're so. not getting the rock from me. Not so at Chino Hills. Not high. so at Chino Hills, or, or we're going to call that uh, LeVar High. Anyway, uh, cherry picking, no defense, just just all the bad habits of, that AAU uh, brings into into focus. Well, they were having a summer league or a spring league game the other day, and somebody uh, somebody put this up. Uh, Ball is life. It's a uh, it's a book account. At any rate, uh, Lavar is coaching the team. So Lavar in his uh, the one thing the guy does, I'll give him credit. He does a great job marketing. He has this big baller brand. 
uh, and that's what he calls it, the big baller brand, because he thinks all of his sons are going to be lottery picks, and he's going to make billions, and he probably will. But he wants to challenge Nike in terms of he wants his brand out there. And at any rate, he's always got his shirt on. So he's got the, he's a big dude. He's like 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, and so I'm watching highlights of the game, and his, and his younger son is playing and just getting worked. I mean, they are abusing this kid. Uh, he's, he's a very talented kid, got great handles, but not real physically strong. And the other team is just physically strong. And they get up like 26 to 5 or something. LeVar calls timeout. He's yelling at everybody but his son. And, and this is all on the video. His son comes out. He's cherry picking, uh, shooting just god-awful shots. Russell Westbrook, like, dude, that's a bad shot. <laughs> that is a terrible shot. LeVar calls timeout again and starts yelling at his team again. Uh, the official comes over. LeVar starts getting into the with the official, and the official looks at him. Uh, the official is probably is not a big baller brand fan and uh, looks at him and sort of gives him that look, like, shut up and be done with it. So he, te- he gives him a technical foul. And you're LeVar, you're already down 32 to 6 or 32 to 6. What difference does a technical foul make? And uh, so, yeah, then LeVar And his judgment, it, it, it's just a matter of uh, he saw marketing opportunity getting a technical at that point. Yeah, That's I, all, I, it, all it could be. All I know is the referee's not getting a size pair of 10 kicks from the big baller brand. No. But, you know, this it goes to show you, and I put it up on my timeline again, just watch some of this. And you don't have to be a basketball guy to understand uh, how bad defense is. He goes for every steal. He's constantly out of position. And so it's going to take a college coach, a good one, about a year or two to break all these bad habits. Uh, and, and we watch that in the NBA playoffs. And what kids watch a lot of times, Jamie, is great players doing AAU stuff. I mean, you know, people think they can be Russell Westbrook. There's not many of those guys running around. And, again, that's one of the few. I'd go, I would pay to watch Russell Westbrook play. Well, I would. I would pay to watch him play. Now, that being said, do I think he's going to win a championship or a title? No, I don't, unless he drastically changes what he does. But as far as the entertainment value, I don't know that you could beat it. Well, I mean, if you're OKC, I mean, you know, your your window of opportunity is probably passed when you had Durant and Harden. But, um, you know, it, to, to the point, and I don't, I don't know if most people feel this way. I mean, uh, what is it, Porzingis in New York, he's saying now – I'm getting to the point when the NBA draft and, and the NBA rosters as a whole. I hate to say this, Terry, but it, it, and I'm going to sound like, a, you know, an, again, at the risk of sounding like a, a, an irate senior citizen, I don't, I can't pronounce half the guys on the roster anymore, but I do know this. The reason those guys are being brought in is because they are more mature and ready to handle the NBA style of play. And, again, this goes back to uh, let's bring in our good friend John Calipari, the one-and-done guy. Um, I think he had, what, seven go after one year? Yeah, uh, it was. I think it was the first time yeah. in history. Yeah. I'd like to know how many of those guys are still in the league. I would, would, And there's been recent talk about Monroe getting a D-League team. Oh, dear God. I don't think there's a chance of that right now. Uh, Do you know how many people go to D-League basketball games, Jamie? Uh, Fifteen. It, and I'm a basketball guy. Yeah. All right? I am a basketball guy. It, it, would I like to see it here strictly for entertainment value? Sure. But, you know, who knows? Maybe they do. I'm big on studies. Do, let's do a study and see if it's feasible. It's not. Uh, you know, I look at the CenturyLink Center in Shreveport that loses money. The only reason the Cajun Dome in Lafayette makes money is because they have like a 95% hotel tax. Yeah, but here's the thing. Both. What's interesting about that, Terry, is both of those have gone. I think the Cajun Dome underwent a $21 million renovation. The CenturyLink underwent a twelve. Uh, there's talk about a new arena here. At some point, uh, uh, good. You know, I, I wish them luck. I mean, I, I do think it's needed, but again, the what's the draw, up, Jamie? That's what I want to know. Tell me what the draw is. What will be the draw? I mean, you put a new arena. We we have the money ferry that comes down mm-hmm. and drops. I don't know, twenty five, thirty million dollars, whatever it is. Well, what what's the draw? The concept now is getting the draw would have to be something along the lines of getting more. I would say concerts would be the biggest. What concerts are you going to get that's going to come to Monroe, Louisiana? They we used to. Hey, I'll have you know I saw Bob Hope and Billy Joel at the Monroe Civic Center. Okay, so. let me tell you the ones I saw at the and Monroe I, Civic then Center. Then I saw a lot more in Birmingham, okay. but I did see. Here, here's what I saw at the Monroe Civic you Center. You probably saw the Osmonds. I, no, I saw Rush. I saw Oreo Speedwagon. 
I saw uh, Sticks. Okay, I yield to you. Uh, I saw Molly Hatchet. Me and like seven people saw Molly Hatchet. Uh, I'm trying. I went to uh, Louisiana Tech to see um, Billy Squire. I mean, so I used to. I used to be a concert guy, man. I was a concert guy, but it's a secondary or third market. It's just you're not you're not going to get these. I mean, look, here's my deal. And again, I look at uh, Streetport trying to have. They had the the what the captains at one point with the Maverick, the the Streetport Mavericks, and they moved to Kentucky. And our, our friend Coach Tucker just won another. I think he's won like. 7,422 games in a row or what what have you, but done a phenomenal job in that. And it's a it's a minor league basketball deal is what it is. Uh, and I know, uh, and they played at uh, Old Hirsch. Right, the Old Hirsch they, they, they played at the Hirsch Coliseum. And so, again, I think it's just trying to figure out, you know, what your, what your population is going to come into, what your population has the socioeconomics for. And, you know, I, I, again, there's people a lot smarter than me that will lose studies on that sort of thing. Well, even at uh, nowadays, you're starting to see, for example, smaller venues being built. Um, this one I happened to be, you know, researching a little bit last night. And it, they, they want about a $10,600 facility with something adjacent to it. Again, $10 million, you mean? 10000 10,000 uh, seats. 10600 Uh The current Civic Center holds about six, six five. Uh, it hasn't been renovated since I was born, which is 1960. Um, God, you're old. 67. Uh, watch it. Uh, also, you've got, uh, you know, over, for example, let's use Auburn, Alabama as, a, as an example. They built their new arena, 8,000. Knoxville overbuilt. I mean, they're not selling out 20,000 at, at, uh, at Thompson Bowling Arena. Uh, the only place that can put 20,000 in the seats right now is Kentucky and North Carolina. Uh, I don't know what what Kansas holds, but my point being, um, going back to my original premise, these guys, most of these kids coming out are not are not ready. Uh, you you know that better than anybody, and I think it's diluting the product. And now people, no say, question, which I think you know, I I don't want to give you too much credit here, but you know now people like you are talking, and and I can understand the reason about contraction because the quality of play is just not there. Uh, I don't know how that's how that uh, stands out as far as revenue, income to the teams. I haven't heard a lot of talk about contraction, but I can understand why. I mean, I certainly, you know, other than people like Russell Westbrook, I'm not sure I would pay just a ton of money to go see an NBA game right now. Am I wrong? Uh, You know, the NBA is a different bird, Jamie, and here's why. Uh, The NBA is corporately driven. So it's Coca-Cola, it's Delta Airlines, it's Centrally, it's corporate driven more so than any other professional league out there. Right. It's an urban product, and if you'll notice, the NBA has those very few small market teams. Uh, San Antonio, New Orleans are the small market teams. Oklahoma City, small market team, and those are not small markets. I think New Orleans is actually the smallest that they have. So it's a little bit different gig, and I think their average attendance. Uh, around 17,000 and again that is how it's calculated in terms of tickets sold and we all know you can fudge that you know hey we we sold 22,000 tickets for our game and like eight people are there not 8,000 like eight so I, I think it's a little bit of a uh, a misnomer sometimes but the, the, there's no minor league sport you want to see the best marketing in the world go check out minor league baseball marketing Yes. Or minor league hockey marketing. Those guys are geniuses. I mean, they, they, they come up with the most creative, dynamic, um, just out, outside the box thinking. Where almost the game is a sideline. Yeah, it's all about the promotions and things like that. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you, I had an experience with the uh, with the ABA League. Okay. When I was in uh, in Fort Worth, which is it was the I think they still have the ABA League. Some of them contracted into D League teams, etc. We come back. We'll talk about that. We'll do a little WNBA too, because it's along that same vein on how these things work, how they can be effective, and when they're not, and how they can succeed or not. How they can succeed or not, and it largely depends on the area and the backing of that NBA team. You're listening to ESPN 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx. This segment brought to you by our friends at GB Cooley, reminding you to support an incredibly worthwhile cause, which is the Louisiana Special Olympics. Jamie and I will be back in a minute.
This is Steve Brennan with Brennan Dodge, and our spring clearance event is going on now at Brennan Dodge. We've got a great selection, so hurry in to pick your new ride, like a 17 Dodge Challenger SXT for only $23.9. A 16 Dodge Dart is only $16.9. Take 20% off 17 Journeys. A 17 Dodge Durango is only $27.9. And get a 17 Dodge Charger for only $23.9. It's going on now during the spring clearance event at Brennan Dodge, I-20 Service Road, Ruston. I want to tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital. Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber and his staff are always my choice for my animals. It should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on ESPN 97.7, North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the Edge. Sometimes the grass grows so fast it feels like you live in a jungle. Here's Richie McKinney. Tame the jungle in half the time with a Hustler Zero Turn Mower from McKinney's and Ruston. With heavy-duty welded steel decks, powerful Kohler and Kawasaki engines, Hustler stands the test of time. Prices start at just $27.99 or only $67 a month. It's 0% interest for qualified buyers. Come see us today at McKinney's, your outdoor superstore, because it's a jungle out there. With springtime here, you're going to be getting a bunch of new stuff, right? So, need a way to haul around that new mower? Maybe put a cover over that new boat or need a place to store that new side-by-side. Ideal Portable Buildings takes care of it. Quit wasting money paying rent on a storage unit and get a custom building in whatever size you need, built right there on your lot. For all that stuff you buy this spring, Ideal has the right utility trailer to haul it. 8 to 12 to 16 feet with LED light packages, treated floors, spare tire mounts, and more. And protect it all from the rain with the new carport from Ideal, Northeast Louisiana's number one Eagle carport dealer. Built in any size and layout you need from single car to RV up to barn size. Rent to own with no credit check or 12 months same as cash with approved credit. So for that new building, utility trailer, or carport you'll need this spring, call Ideal Portable Buildings, 699-9426, 699-9426. When people get sick, they need a doctor. When cars get sick, they need Autoplex Automotive. So if your check engine light comes on, you have an electrical problem, need brake work, or just an inspection sticker, they do it all. They're a full service shop that can perform any BG service and stand behind their work with a parts and labor warranty. They even offer towing service. Autoplex Automotive, 1515 Cypress Street, West Monroe. When your car's sick, call 855-4483. Good morning. Here's the latest weather conditions for our area. Plenty of sunshine with warm temperatures today in a high of 82 degrees. Increasing cloudiness and a big cool tonight, a low of 60 six degrees. Mostly cloudy and windy with a 60% chance of rain on tomorrow and a high of 79 degrees. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's the edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Hey, welcome back in ESPN 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, The Edge, rolling here the second segment on Tuesday, the 25th day of April 2017. This segment brought to you by our friends at Spinebell, Lammy Lane and Monroe, pamper the special people in your life. Drew, Wendy, Anna, and Mary Beth will take care of you. 318-807-1060. A little aside there, Terry. Were you able to uh, convince them to do the get out of the doghouse package? Is that... uh... That's in the works. That's in the works. That, well, that might just be Mother's my personal Day. package. That's, is it Mother's Day coming Get the up? Waldrop special. <laughs> you, you stay in the doghouse a lot, I understand. I live there. It's a nice doghouse, though. It really I'm is. sure it is. It's, yes. it's air conditioned. Well, anyway, really if you nice. need to get out of the, the spa novel, yeah, it's uh, absolutely good. Hey, uh, my friend Chuck, it, i got to get Chuck on sometimes. Chuck is like a... You have friends? He's a, Yeah, one or two. Uh-huh. He's a historian uh, of a lot of different things, but uh, he reminds me of uh, Prince that came in uh, in the early, what, 1980s. Okay. So Prince, uh, I did not see Prince. I did see Rush. I saw, I saw a ton of them that came in. Uh, so we did get those acts here at one you, point you got You got Oreo Speedwagon. That, and at the time, people were like, who? People are going, if you're, if you're under 40, just, yeah. just Google it. Right. They, they were pretty good at the time. Uh, although Kevin Cronin now, who's the lead singer, have you seen him recently? Yes. Dear God. 
So, I mean, Google Kevin Cronin, and you're like going, really? The years have not been kind to Kevin. Uh, no, saying? it's not the years. It's his, uh, let's just say he has a flamboyant dress style. Okay. He, he, he dresses interestingly. Uh, yeah, and you're like, what, dude, what happened? <laughs> I mean, what, what happened here? Where where, where did you take that is fork he, uh, in the road? Is he, stu- is, he stu- is, he, is he stuck in the 80s? Is that what we uh, uh, – I don't know. It, it's like he raided Liberace's wardrobe. I oh, don't dear know. God. No, was, <laughs> yeah, it was it – was, I saw him in, like, one of those late-light infomercials trying to sell songs and stuff. I'm like, who is – oh, my God. It's Liberace. <laughs> He's back like, from the grave. Dude, I wanted to go burn my albums and stuff oh it, just because he – woo. I wonder if we ever got Liberace here. I don't know. Interesting. Those Elvis of, came. Elvis yeah, was here. Yeah, those of you who are historians, we know we've had Elvis. Did we ever get Liberace? That's the question of the day. Uh, in case you're wondering, this has nothing to do with sports, and actually it does. We're uh, contemplating whether uh, it would be a wise investment for Monroe to build a uh, new arena. All right, well, let me and, tell you uh, my story here. Okay. I had, uh, when I was at Texas Wesleyan, this is back in the mid-2000s, the ABA going on. And we had a uh, a team that was they were going to do it in Fort Worth, the Fort Worth Rimrockers. Now Fort Worth's about a million people, well, so yeah. you you've got a sizable crowd there, in uh, a pretty good basketball town. Believe it or not, they really support they they like basketball. By the way, they're building a new big time arena over at Dickey's Arena. No kidding. Uh, yeah, they're actually going to host 2022 uh, NCAA tournament games. Frisco or, or no Fort, Fort Worth. Worth? Wow, yeah, That's down impressive. by the Will Rogers Center. Uh, I was over there the other day. But uh, at any rate, the Fort Worth Rim Rockers. And Jamie, when I tell you they had players, they had players that you heard of. Um, I'm trying to think of the kid that played at uh, LSU, Maurice. Uh, gosh, I can't think of his last name. He's from Jackson, Mississippi. A good player. Uh, got a cup of coffee in the NBA with the Lakers. Uh, they had a. They had quite a few. Uh, Victor Page, the guy that's been much maligned okay. from Georgetown, that had an eye put out. Right. He was playing, but it was a bunch of guys you heard of uh, that would that were playing for them, and they had some like AAU guy coaching the team, and it was an interesting dynamic because uh, they came up, and I'm not going to tell you there were two. There was one NBA guy, a, a very famous NBA guy that was a he wasn't part of ownership, but he's part of management. Who was a? I'll tell you who it was. It was Robert Reed that used to play for the Houston Rockets. Mm-hmm. Uh, really nice guy, good guy. And then they had another guy that was the father of an NBA player at the time who literally you patted to make sure you had your wallet when you went past this guy. And so they come in and they tried everywhere in the city to try to rent stuff cheaply. Anyway, they came to us and we worked out a deal where I used it as a fundraiser. So I charged them X amount of dollars per game to use our facility. You know, they had to play, uh, they had to have a trainer, they had to have security, they had to do clean, you know, all that stuff was contractual, right? And I also worked it to where my players got in for free. Now, let me explain to you where Texas Wesleyan University is in Fort Worth. Texas Wesleyan University in Fort Worth is in the middle of the hood. I'm not talking on the outskirts. I'm not talking you can see it from there. I'm talking ground zero, very impoverished area. Uh, question, is there gates surrounding the whole no. university? No. 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 You just, okay. Yeah, it just is what it is, all right? Okay. And so I'm trying to paint this picture for you. It's in the, the middle of a very impoverished area. The school is, is, is reasonably safe, but it's a very impoverished area. So, boy, the, the rim rockers come in, and they're talking to me about it. Uh, man, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. We think we're going to get 5,000 people in a night. Oh, by the way, they're charging $12 a head to get into the de- developmental league games. Uh-oh. In the middle of the hood. And so I'm like, 5000 you think? Oh, yeah, we're going to get five. So I go in there the first night. And, again, our players get in for free. So they're sitting there. They're waiting to see it. They know some of these guys, right? They're playing some team out of, uh, gosh, I want to say it was like maybe Kansas or, or Missouri. And literally, Jamie, if there were 50 people there, I'd be stunned. They had stuff out on the floor. They had chairs set up along the baseline because the crowd was going to overflow. And I'm not going to call the name of the restaurant, wow, but they had hoodwinked this restaurant into selling food at the game. And when I'm telling you they had a spread put out in, in one of our big rooms adjacent to the gymnasium, I'm talking, you'd be like, man, that's like media days at the SEC. I'm talking food for day. 50 people at that game. And I'm, uh, and, and I don't think any of them paid. By the way, nobody's paying that kind of money to get in a D League basketball game. So they grossly overcalculated the interest in that. 
and so throughout the season, it was sort of funny because uh, they paid us on a uh, on a weekly basis, you know, per per game, per week, and you know, and they were owing everyone in town. I'm uh, sure. I, I mean, they owed the officials. They owed. Uh, you name it, they owed it. But us, like everyone, like, dude, I got to have my money before, and they were two weeks behind. So I went in and talked to the uh, to the officials. Like, look, uh, I just want you to know that you might not be calling a game tonight. What do you mean? Well, unless they pay us our money, we're not gonna, you know, we're not gonna take this liability. And so anyway, I had to go get the uh, the owner who was not happy, who's the dad of an NBA guy making millions. He wrote me a personal check, and I really was curious to whether it would cash or not but it did i wrote a personal check to the school for the for the gymnasium uh and that thing lasted jamie they wouldn't pay their players they had to call the police a couple times because players started chasing the owner to beat him oh my gosh they went through about three or four different coaches because they wouldn't pay their co- i think we're the only ones that got paid out of that entire group uh by no means am i suggesting the d-league is like that what I am suggesting, though, if you look at the D-League, it's in minor markets across the country, but they're also proximal to interest in an NBA team. You know, I'm not sure what draw the Pelicans have, or even the Mavericks, for that matter, in North Louisiana. I mean, we've got a couple of these semi-semi-pro uh, teams up here. I think they play like at the outside courts at Saul Adler or something. I'm not sure what that is. But it's a tough draw in minor league sports, especially minor league basketball well let me ask uh, a few a little bit of housekeeping um how many games do the d-league does the d-league usually play do you know is it an 82 game schedule like the nba or is it significantly less uh there are 44 60? right about 50 games is what it looks around like to 50 me. games yeah, around 50 games i'm looking at and here's some of the teams just to give you an idea uh the main red claws the delaware 87ers the westchester new york knicks the greensboro north carolina swarm the long island nets the Erie, Pennsylvania Bayhawks, uh, the Fort Wayne Mad Ants. I had two players that got drafted by the Mad Ants. There you go. Uh, the Canton, Ohio Charge, Grand Rapids Drive, the Windy City Bulls, the Los Angeles Defenders, the Santa Cruz Warriors, the Northern Arizona Suns, the Reno Bighorns, Salt Lake City Stars, Oklahoma City Blue, Rio Grande Valley Vipers, the Sioux Falls Skyforce had a couple kids there, the Austin Spurs, a couple kids there, the Texas Legends, a couple kids there, the Iowa Energy. And so these are all fairly proximal Well, with the exception of possibly Grand Rapids and, uh, well, and I would say the Sioux. Sioux. I mean, that's South Dakota. Yeah, but you're, you're still proximal to, to Minneapolis. That's not that far from Minneapolis. Sioux Falls? Yeah, it, it's really not that far. And so... I guess the point being is if you do a study on that, you got to have a certain per capita group. you got to have a certain interest in it. You know, I look at the high school basketball crowds around here. Now, you get Wasman Carroll, you're going to have a crowd for that. Fair enough. I, I get that. There's some rivalries that you're going to get crowds for. As a general rule, nobody shows up. Well, I give the Pelicans kudos on it. They're reaching out. Um, and I think, you know, I, I think that's part of the thing is to generate interest in this part of the state. I mean, uh, it, again, it would amaze you, Terry, the number, and, and I'm sure this is the same. There's a, We've got a hearty Dallas contingent here, Cowboys, as well as Shreveport even more so. Um, but you would be amazed the number of people here that go down for Saints home games from this town, from this area alone. Uh, it would amaze you. Football's a different animal. That are season ticket holders. Football's a different animal, Jamie. Well, a completely yeah. different animal. There's there's only eight games, eight home games. Yeah, um, it's very expensive in my, in my opinion. Um, but I give you know you got to charge what the market will bear. Again, that's the question. I mean, you know, uh, what would be the, you know, right now you're not seeing. I, I'd love to see the colleges supported more. Now I know a lot of people aren't happy with the product being put out there. Uh, it's some in some cases. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. Tech's had some success. Uh, Grambling's revitalized their football, and up until they made a, a bonehead decision on their basketball program. Uh, so again, is there is there? It, it gets down to the point, Terry. Is there? I, I, I love the idea. I absolutely, you know, support Jamie Mayo in this. I, I know what he's trying to do. I just wonder if there is there enough there there. And uh, I know you can't keep saying, "Well, we can't, we can't, we can't." You know, you can't, never could, won't, never will. But this this boils down to dollars. Well, is that and, the uh, best utilization of your money? Yeah, and are you going to be able to 
And if not, you know, and I know their point. If you're trying to get rid of the Civic Center, if you got to, which is understandable, um, because the cost are prohibitive to re- to renovate it. That's been that's the problem. They're kind of caught between a rock and a hard place. They can't go in their present facility. They've had studies come in and said we can't. This is a dinosaur. There's no way we can rehab this stuff. You take it to the slab and start slab. over. And they've gotten. They were initially ten sites they were looking at. The sites. It's all of them are going to be either right where the one is right now, one across the interstate where the old Howard Johnsons is, or down by the river. I don't know where you'd put it. You have inherent issues with any of those. Uh, You're trying to attract people to come back in at night, with the exception. I don't know, Terry. I, I do. I don't have absolutely. Any, I, Downtown Monroe. That's that's that's. I'd I'd walk the streets of downtown Monroe as much as I'd walk any of them. It's not. I work down. I had no problems. None. I just think. And I know. And I'm, I'm not. I'm not a very imposing person. Yeah. And so. you look. You look at. Uh, by no means am I downplaying that. But if you look at crime statistics, you look at the police blotter, things of that nature. What I'm telling you, what you have to overcome, you have to have more people with your with the, the point of view you have, in order to attract people to bring their family back down there at night, which is when you're going to have athletic events, which is when you're going to have concerts, which is when you're going to have. I mean, like the river walk. That's fine in the daytime. But to attract people at night, that's a whole other gig. We'll talk about that yeah. and more. I got a couple texts in on this. Triple eight nine nine three seven seven six two Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union. This segment sponsored by Mr. Bobby Manning, Attorney at Law, whose offices are downtown, by the way. Tremendous North Louisiana Attorney, specializing in criminal defense, wrongful death, personal injury. Don't call. Don't delay. Call Bobby Manning today. 318-342-1411. Bobby Manning, Attorney at Law. Back on Momento, ESPN. All over the place, singing, we will, we will rock you. We will, we will rock you. The lights are bright, and Claiborne Electric Co-op is bringing Branson to Ruston. Co-op members plan to attend the annual meeting Saturday, April 29th at the Thomas Assembly Center. Enjoy amazing music from Branson stars, Voices of Glory. And Branson star George Dyer. Somewhere out there. I just haven't met you yet. Lunch will be provided for members. Lots of door prizes given away, including a Kawasaki mule. And bring your registration card for a chance to win a $500 cash card. There will also be a children's play area. Since voting will take place, a photo ID will be required to register and vote. Doors open at 8 a.m. Music starts at 9, so come early. Bringing Branson to Ruston with bright lights, great entertainment, useful information, and cool prizes. Claiborne Electric's annual meeting, Saturday, April 29th at the LaTeX Thomas Assembly Center. Hey, small business owners, are you managing your backups or are they managing you? Kevin with HiTech again. What if a tornado or a flood or a fire destroyed your office and all of your files? Or CryptoLocker came calling and denied you access to your data. Could your business recover? At Hitech, we have a solution that will back up, protect, and recover your data, and it's more cost-effective than you think. Call us today at 582-1800 to learn more. That's Hitech, 582-1800. Working trucks, hunting trucks, playing trucks, and everyday hauling trucks. There's more of them here at Ryan Chevrolet. Over 180 trucks on the lot. Pick from the durable Silverado or the all-new Colorado. All at the number one Chevy dealer, Ryan Chevrolet, 1101 Oliver Road in Monroe. Call 318-387-2222 or visit ryanautomotive.com. Find new roads. Thanks for making Ryan Chevrolet the number one truck dealer in Northeast Louisiana. GM supplies data for total Chevy sales. Jilly's Heating and Cooling has been proudly servicing our community since 1978, reviewing every finite detail to make sure each job was done correctly. Whether it's keeping you warm in the winter or cool in the summer, you can have peace of mind getting the maximum energy efficiency by the best of the Delta. Now with 0% APR 36-month financing with payment on qualifying carrier units. Turn to the experts. Jilly's Heating and Cooling, your authorized carrier dealer. I'm Dan Parker. I'm Kevin Alexander. From big rigs to oil rigs. If you've been injured on the road or on the job, we meet by accident. If you've been hurt, remember. Call 322-7373. 
Parker Alexander Law. Hi, I'm Greg Tilly. Incredibly low pricing is going on right now in Bossier City. Listen up. A four-bedroom, two-bath, new double-wide for only $49,995. Wow. Visit us now or see it online at Tilly'sHomes.com. Living on the Edge makes weekdays more fun, especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop. Welcome back to the Edge on ESPN 97.7. Welcome back in ESPN 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jim, what are you doing? I don't know how to take that last comment, especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop. I do it at five days a week, and I can promise you. It ain't that fun. It's not fireworks and explosions and rotating dance globes on the dance floor. Come on, man. I mean, come on. When you do it, I do it, and it's, okay, well, all right. So, anyway, we're being negative Nancys today. No, uh, no, we're being realists. There's a difference. All right. I I heard this quote one time. Tell me if you think this is right. Uh, What was the quote? It was about history, and it was about uh, reality. History is written by people who want to purvey their point of view. Reality is what really happens. That's just true. And so, you know, we're talking about this this arena in sports. And, look, I'm a sports guy. I'm all for anything that's going to revitalize this area, uh, encourage growth, things of that nature. Uh, we talked about it on the break, and it's funny. I just had a friend uh, text in something real similar to what we're talking about, great minds and all, which is scary. But uh, at any rate, why wouldn't you go and try to partner with ULM? Who? How, how old is Fant Ewing Coliseum? Uh, 70, 68, something of that nature? I want to say 73. It, it's in that neighborhood, yeah. 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 Somewhere in that area. And so why wouldn't you say, you know what, kind of like the Cajun Dome did with Lafayette, the city of Lafayette, and the Raging Cajuns, Raging Cajun University. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you say, you know what, we could get a mutually beneficial deal here because what are you going to play, 16 basketball games a year? Men's basketball games, 16 women's games, 20, let's just say, with the non-conference stuff. 20 games a year with uh, with your basketball teams. Having a big-time arena. You can still put your D-League team in there if you want to. You can use it for other – there's your concerts. All sorts of things that you can do. I mean, you have an arena football team in there if you want to. But there's all sorts of things you could do with that. It would seem to me like a combination between the city and the institution – might be mutually beneficial because the city wants a new arena and the university needs a new arena. So there you go. Problem solved. And it, it, I think one of the things you like about that is it gets buy-in to the university. Uh, when you have everything centralized there, um, you know, you tend to have, um, obviously, I think the Cajun, I don't know what the Cajun Dome holds. Is it like 15,000? Yeah, it's, it's a good, I mean, it's a it, nice facility. Yeah, and I know the blueprint now is to move away from that. Um but I tend to agree. I think it would be a win-win for both. Uh, and you can, again, you know, everything has, has been from the standpoint I, they underwent a $21 million renovation of the Cajun Dome. Uh, so, again, the buy-in is right there on campus. It is on the edge of campus, but still, it's right there uh, next to the football facility. Uh, they keep saying, okay, you want to – it just keeps drawing people toward the university. And uh, Jimmy, they also have like a what is like a 22 percent sales tax, hotel tax down there. That's what makes that profitable. Okay, understand. I read the study on this and or or the synopsis of the study. Don't make me lie. I didn't read the whole 800 page study, but I read the synopsis of it. The the white page, if you will, white pages. But what makes the Cajun Dome uh, profitable is the enormous sales hotel sales tax in Lafayette. And Lafayette has a lot more of a tourist type impact especially with the proximity to baton rouge the proximity to to texas uh etc and that's where the population center is is louisiana south of of alexandria and it's on that i-10 corridor correct and so that's what it's not like they're saying you know hey this is just so profitable we have these concerts we have basketball games we have this we no that that offsets some of the cost but what makes that place profitable is the taxes and I think you're going to be hard-pressed in Louisiana right now to have anybody say, yep, we need more taxes. I think we're like, if we're not the top, we're like the near the top. I think we are the in, in, one or two. And most tax people on the planet, uh, or at least in America at this point, and you have a population base, the per capita income is continually dropping because you have so many people leaving. And so to ta- it's almost like going to church and yelling at the people that are in church. 
because the people that are not in charge, you know, it, so it's it's almost counterproductive. And so to me, if you could get some kind of deal with the university, with the city to work together, uh, that that might be the most profitable of all. But again, you're not going to put 10,000 people in, in a basketball arena and, and sell it out. You just don't have that base here. You simply don't. Well, and I think part of the problem is even if you, you know, you want to add the two populations of Monroe and West Monroe together in the surrounding area, I think you're you're still struggling to get a hundred thousand. Oh uh, God, yeah, well, yeah. Uh, and then you're then you've got to take into account of that hundred thousand, how many make? Oh, I don't know, thirty thousand dollars a year. Believe it or not, I think last I heard, and I could be, and I hope I am proven wrong, but like the average income here is like seventeen thousand dollars a year. And that means that a lot of the population is supporting another segment of the population. And I'm not trying to say anything negative on that except to, to state that as, you know, as fact. And that's that's one of the things that you've got to have money and you have to have people. And then you have to have people with money. Disposable income. To make income. this work. And, I, you know, again, I applaud the, the uh, you know, their people are trying. Uh, I know people busting their behinds trying to, you know, revitalize areas, uh, but it's it's tough. You need we need more than just CenturyLink, and thank God they're here. Thank God they hopefully on bended knee they'll stay here. Uh, I know that's I think we've become so jaded here. We're convinced every other day they're going to pull out and leave. So we got to change the way. It's like Chris Ringham told me the the Little Theater one time. He says, "Damn it to hell, we got to change the way we look at ourselves." Yeah, that's true, and that's why I get off on this litter stuff and things like that. I know it may be a small thing, but uh-uh, it makes a big difference. It's cost us jobs. It's cost us a lot of things. Change the way you look at yourself. Look at West Monroe, for example. Now, I, I can say a lot of things negative, but, I mean, right, wrong, or indifferent, West Monroe is looking at that high school going, you know, we're going to build us a really nice stadium here. And they did it. Okay. Now, next thing you want to do is try to make Cypress look a little better and bury some utilities and things like that. I mean, here's the thing, folks. Uh, when they built the the student union at, at ULM, they re- revitalized it. Now, I like the comment. One, of the, I think it was the president of the time, said it's going to be very nice. He said, if you make it nice, people will respect it. If not, they'll spit on it. Who said that? I believe it was one of the presidents at the time. Oh, okay. Don't quote me. I can't. But I like that. Th- yes, if you make it nice, if you make it classy, if you do it right, people will respect it. If you enforce you know, ordinances and codes, people have to respect it. If not, they'll spit on it. That's how you have to change mindsets. You've got to change. I've, I've always gone back. I, you know, Terry and I have gone on record. as We were both hesitant about moving back to this area, and probably for good reason. But at the same time, you know, we've seen it work other places, and it can happen. But you've got to change the way you look at you got to have pride. And, uh, and Jamie Mayo, I think that's part of his – theory behind this is he wants to do something to instill pride and and get things and 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 i you know god knows i i'm i'm praying for him because i think he's trying and i think the, the council are doing but you've got to change the way you look at yourself true uh sort of to to bring some levity to that when our friend mr t two words to fill any new arena dog fighting <laughs> well <laughs> Right now, that, that's an option. Uh, if they no, could tax it, we would have it. All options are on the table at this point. Um, and, and, again, I, you know, it's, it's one of these things where could I, I could say, well, we need to have tax dollars spent here. But I think the mindset is, is that, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, I, ever since I've left Birmingham, they've started a revitalization program. Once I got the hell out of there, it's, it's starting Jamie's to Jamie's gone. Let's start building yeah, stuff. Yeah, so things are getting much better since I left. But, but, but ultimately, and you know, I'll, I'll throw this out there. Ethan times in. Ethan and Dodson, I'm pretty sure the D-League attendance probably doesn't matter. I would bet it's funded by the WNBA, or excuse me, the NBA like the WNBA is. Some yeah, it's thing, true. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's true. But you don't want to have something that loses money. No. You know, the Pelicans are the ones that are talking about it. And I, I listened to, uh, to Mayor Mayo's, uh, uh, I guess it was a video clip that he did. And, uh, you know, you look at the pro teams – what have you had in Monroe the last 20 years? You had the Louisiana Bayou Beast, which was the indoor football league. And then you had the Monroe Moccasins uh, hockey team. That was a – I think they lasted a few years, didn't they? Uh, they did. More uh, than five, less than ten. 
Yeah, but, I mean, it's uh, – and you see a lot of that in minor league sports. I know the Fort Worth Cats, mm-hmm. uh, the minor league baseball team, and, and they re- redid historic LaGrave Field in downtown Fort Worth. It's really nice and the whole year. Those things have a cycle, Jamie, typically. They see a, a very huge interest at first, and then it wanes over a couple years. Right. And you see almost all minor league teams, especially in major markets, go through stuff like that. The interest pops, and then it just drops off the face because there's always something new. Part of the thing about being in a pro city, New Orleans, Dallas, Houston, it's a pro city. It's great because it's a pro city. It's also bad because it's a pro city. Well, yeah, I mean, there's things about, you know, when I was uh, going back and forth about moving to Atlanta, uh, and, you know, the, you know, the people kept saying, well, there's the Braves there, there's the, the Hawks, there's pro sports. There's, and I said, yeah, that's true, but – Chances are I'm going to live in north, north of the city, and I'm going to have to go in into the city every, you know, and, and spend fifty bucks. Well, my my salary isn't, you know, isn't going to be able to, and plus my cost of living is going to be going up. So, you know, I think a lot of it, Terry, is taking what you've got, and making the most of it. Um, you kind of talk a little bit about uh, Ponchatoula Hammond, you know, doing some things that are, you know, pretty progressive as far as building, uh, taking. You know, showing pride. There's now more pride in Southeastern than there was before, and I think that's where it starts. You know, in a lot of places. Um, I saw, you know, even though UAB was bad mouthed by a lot of the people, I saw what a great medical center right. it was, and um, and and the number. It was when I left at that time. It was the largest employer in the state of Alabama. So there's lots of things we can do. Uh, I like the thought process. I, I do think. Uh, it, sh- it can't be limited to just thinking of an arena, although I like that idea. Uh, well, we're but there's got to be other things that can be done. Yeah, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. Tommy Scott, who uh, owned the Shreveport Mudbugs, and uh, he brought, actually brought him back this past season as uh, part of the North American Hockey League. He's got an interesting couple quotes on sports franchises in North Louisiana. We'll cover those in a little bit more. Your text are welcome, 888 Washington Valley Federal Credit Union. This segment brought to you by our friends at Pieworks Gourmet Pizza by Design. Go see them on Tower Drive in Monroe next to Nukes. $7.99 lunch special. Folks, that's pizza and a drink. You can't beat it. Pieworks Gourmet Pizza by Design. Back in a minute. It was a tough time. I didn't know what to do. You gave me hope. You fought for me. You treated me like family. Now we say thanks. It's good to know we can count on Bobby. I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in an accident, don't delay. Call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. This is Steve Brennan with Brennan Dodge, and our spring clearance event is going on now at Brennan Dodge. We've got a great selection, so hurry in to pick your new ride like a 17 Jeep Cherokee Sport for only $19.9, a 17 Jeep Grand Cherokee Limited for only $34.9, a 17 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland is $5,000 off MSRP, 17 Jeep Renegade is only $18.9, and 16 Wranglers are $4,000 off MSRP. It's going on now during the spring clearance event at Brennan Dodge I-20 Service Road, Ruston. If you could talk to your animal when they say... They're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. Listen closely, and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one, 345-4545. Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call 1-800-345-6644. Sometimes the grass grows so fast it feels like you live in a jungle. Here's Richie McKinney. 
Tame the jungle in half the time with a Hustler Zero Turn Mower from McKinney's and Rustin. With heavy-duty welded steel decks, powerful Kohler and Kawasaki engines, Hustler stands the test of time. Prices start at just $27.99 or only $67 a month. It's 0% interest for qualified buyers. Come see us today at McKinney's, your outdoor superstore, because it's a jungle out there. Washita Valley, making good things happen. You want a credit union that works as hard as you do. You want the very best people looking out for you. Washita Valley, making good things happen. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Hey, welcome back in. ESPN 97.7, Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx debating the issues of the world. I'm right and you're wrong. Yeah, I'm right and you're wrong. I agree with that. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Our friend Jay. Hey, the few cities that come to mind that have built beautiful arenas that have nothing in them and are lucky to get anyone to the game. Uh, throws out Tulsa, Omaha, Kansas City, Little Rock, Greenville, South Carolina. I'm sure there's 25 or 30 more of these things out there. How many millions of dollars went into these things, and you're lucky to get anything played in them? Another guy texts in about Lafayette. He goes, look, here's the deal. Lafayette has an industry. They have an industry-based economy down there. And, and granted, when the oil and gas are taking a dip, so do they. Uh, another guy steps in, uh, Jay tells us uh, the old people are not going to an arena in downtown Monroe. Uh, they're going to watch football teams. That you want to fill it up, play West Monroe and Neville. That's really the only thing that's going to fill up a, a stadium or an arena is Neville and West Monroe in football. And they're going to go to LSU and Ole Miss on Saturday. And it's been that way for many, many years. Yeah, I think you got to take, uh, take what you've got, though, and make it better, even though you can't uh... – uh, you're not going to – I agree. I mean, Tulsa, you're talking about significantly larger municipalities than this area. Uh, and if they're having trouble, then, then others are as well. But uh, It's too easy for social media now, Jamie. I can watch it on television. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, we're getting old. We, we laugh at that. But you have a large population base in this area that's older. That, you know what? I can watch the LSU game on television. As much fun as it is stepping over the drunks when I go down there, and I do like to go down to the games – you know, I could sit in the comfort of my living room and eat my wings and drink my iced tea or my, my alcoholic beverage or whatever it is that I desire to have and I don't have to deal with all that. Think about this, though, Terry, and, and, you know, and I give credit, you know, where credit's due, but at the same time, um, I don't know many municipalities this size that are trying to maintain. And this, think about this, though. This, this to my, in my opinion, the way to do this is privatization. Uh from the bus lines to the zoo to the civic center, there's municipalities this size that don't even try to have something. A little theater, which is a lot of things. They have some things here that are worthy of support. The problem is you don't charge $5 to get into the zoo. You charge 15 or 12 and you fix it up or move it out of the area where it's located, which is proven, you know, it's not, a, not in a good area. You privatize it. I don't know. That's one of the reasons probably why our taxes are as high as they are. We're trying to support things like that, which are admirable. But how much what you've got is 40% of the population doing it. You don't have buy-in from everybody. because, And in some cases, you don't have a lot of people that have skin in the game at all. And so they're not going to even pay the five bucks to go to the zoo. Would you agree with this? Tell, tell me if I'm wrong. And, you know, you and Sean, you especially, Sean to a lesser extent, but I'll, I'll say he's probably more knowledgeable than I am about it. Would you agree that the socioeconomic status of Monroe, mm-hmm. the city of Monroe, mm-hmm. has changed dramatically the past 15 to 20 years? Has the aggregate income dropped? Yes. Okay. So you have less disposable income, and you have people – you know, what was what was Calhoun High School back 20 years ago? It's like a 1A school. Like eight people went there. And now it probably is, uh, you know, it's close to being as 5A as you can be without being 5A. You look at Sterlington. 
Starlington is the next up and coming. I'll, I'll tell you that right now. You go out there and look at Starlington High School out of Wednesday, and I coached there back in the days when the plant blew up. Right. It's the junior high now. Starlington is the next big thing. Starlington will be a 4 or 5A high school within the next decade. I'll tell you that right now. They're moving to 3A this year. They're going to be a decent-sized 3A team, likely the next reclass. They're going to move up. Starlington is going to be a power uh, to be reckoned with just because they're getting the population. You see the neighborhoods being built. You see the infrastructure being built. Is CenturyLink a huge motivating factor in that? Surely. Absolutely it is. But they have something going on out there. That's going to be a fight. Look, that is going to be a rival to West Monroe. Yeah, and I'm I'm telling you right here. Some of you people are going to just, you want to duct tape your heads. Starlington in the next decade will be a rival to West Monroe. Watch what I'm telling you. It's entirely possible. And I'm not negating West Monroe. I'm just telling you, Starlington is is a program and a school and a community that is dramatically, dramatically rising. Yeah, but here's the problem with it. it. And I can say to some extent it happened probably in the DFW area as well, is you see people moving out of the the inner, and I can't really, you know, I don't really say that we've got an inner city here, but, you know, that there's and there goes your tax base to, to a large extent. I, I still think there'll be, you know, one of the things that when State Farm left here, and I, I can say this because I work for them, uh, I, was, I was not living here at the time, but I was absolutely convinced that it was going to fold. Well, fortunately, there was another little place on the other side of the river called West Monroe. And thank God for West Monroe because I think that saved for a lot of period of time. We had a lot of people that worked there. They didn't want to leave. Uh, there's been investment in West Monroe. So I just look at this where some people look at this as a divide. I look at it as geography. Uh, that's all I look at it is, and there's a river between the two. Otherwise, we're, you know, uh, you can get to either either one pretty easy. In fact, we need to build about two or three more bridges, but I digress. Um, that's what builds your base. And you can't and, – and when this is – when people come and look at us, companies, uh, one of the things I've really been upset about between the, the Louisiana Tech and ULM uh, – and I know sports is just a small part of it, but we don't work real well together. Who? ULM and Tech. Really? Have not worked. No. Let me go go with that a step further. Maybe they work better behind the scenes than I know about. But all you have to do is look at the the, uh, technological triangle in North Carolina between NC State, Duke, and UNC. And they hate each other. But by God, when it came to, to attracting companies, they got their act together. That's what we failed to do. And, um... That's killing us because companies will say that's one of the first things they cite is one of our shortcomings is there's no regional cooperation. Now, I think that's changing. I do think people are making some some efforts. Uh, you know, I, I believe his name is Scott Martinez, the Northeast Louisiana Economic Development Corporation. Uh, he is based in Shreveport, but there's even trying to work between. Listen, you got you got I-20 here. It worked on I-10. It's worked all over Dallas and Fort Worth. That's where it comes from, folks. And you better, you know, you can, you, you don't have to really, you don't have to really love somebody to respect them and do the job. If it came, if it means bringing, I don't care if a company wants to bring 40 jobs to Wisner, I'm going to do whatever the hell it takes to make that happen. And that's what people want to try to look at. I mean, is that what wanna, we used to have? Did we used to have that sort of uh, a pride, Jamie? I think there was a pride there, Terry, before a, a lot of things. It wasn't necessarily, um, and I don't think it was misplaced. I mean, I think, you know, you, you did a lot of of, of uh, people locked hands, and they didn't look at things like race and gender or anything like that. They just looked at what's it going to take to get the job done. And Terry and I bring these things out about other municipalities, wherever, other than to say it can be done. But, again, I go back to my my premise is you've got to change the way you look at yourself. Well, we want to get into that tomorrow and try to figure have that we, out. Have we been fired, or has Adrian Peterson just changed the uh, the bar for us to get in our next contract Hey, look, it's like we tell everybody all the time, I can read you the baseball box scores, or we can get into to having discussions that actually are meaningful. I appreciate everybody's text today. Uh, it's, I didn't really even mean to go in that direction. I knew we were going to talk about it for a segment. I didn't realize we were going to go quite that long on it, but but it was certainly interesting, and I appreciate all the text, some of which I could not read, uh, changed the names to protect the uh, the innocent. 
But uh, interesting things, and you get a, a diversity of people that weigh in on this. I'm certainly for anything that's going to enhance the community. Quality of life. I'm just not sure sometimes what that is. We're, we're never all going to agree on anything. But uh, certainly it helps, I think, to have the topic out there. And uh, we shall see. Mike Vining had some interesting quotes on a, on a mm-hmm. professional basketball team. We'll get into those tomorrow. And, and you know, immense respect for Coach Vining. Absolutely. Uh, you know, he's still working for the city. But thanks to our sponsors today, G.B. Cooley, Mr. Bobby Manning, Attorney at Law, Spa Avail, PyWorks Gourmet Pizza by Design, Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union, and our title sponsor, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, U.S. 165 North. North in Monroe, 318-345-4545. I was but changing the way I looked at myself. That's you were, you were changing the way. We're, we're going to work on that spay and neuter special for you from Dr. Weber. Absolutely. Buy one, get one free. Uh, at any rate, folks, make sure you stay tuned this afternoon for Sean Fox and the Sports Company. I think it's coming on a little early this afternoon. Yeah, two to I think it's uh, 2 to 5 or 2 to 4, 30. Uh, they've got to take off early. But remember, this is draft week, so... Uh, this is High Holy Week in the Fox household, so he'll uh, he'll bring you a lot of st- he'll enrage and encourage you or whatever. But uh, good stuff. Tune in at two today. That's when Sean goes on the air. For John Tabor, for Jamie Fox, I'm Terry Waldrop. You guys have a great day. Aloha, folks. See you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Edge with Terry Waldrop. No matter what the topic. Terry will take it all. He's not scared, and you better not be either. We want to see you right back here every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. on ESPN 977 and ESPN977.com. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.